0: everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Naomi Vaccaro, and we are talking about quiet time. We're talking about her ministry, Wholehearted. And oh man, she's got a great team. They have done some amazing things there, and they they have published and produced so many great resources for us to be able to do our quiet time. And really, honestly, the only resource you really need to do a quiet time is the Bible. And Pretty much all of us have Bibles, right? I mean, if you don't have an actual physical Bible, which I'm sure most of you do, you probably have a smartphone which has like every Bible and every version and translation you can think of. Um, and so we have Bibles at our fingertips, which I think is amazing. Uh, we talked in the last episode about uh, Naomi and, and she, was, she grew up in Mongolia and, and we won't get into that whole story, but uh, again, but I'm curious to know, I'm assuming that probably not everybody in Mongolia had a Bible at their fingertips, right? Oh, not um, at all. No. yeah, yeah. so I, and and I think we just take it for granted. We take it for yeah. granted that we have Bibles everywhere. You go to a thrift store and you see Bibles on the shelf. You can find them, you know, in pretty much every home in America. and um, we have such a privilege that we have the Word of God in our hands, whether it's through our phones, physical Bible, whatever. Um, we have the privilege and honor and responsibility to be reading it and spending time in God's Word and studying it. And so Naomi is here this week to help walk us through what it looks like to spend time in God's Word, what a quiet time looks like. Uh, but before we get back into our conversation, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. They are amazing. We, we've we been to their facility. I've told you that before. Um, we have actually been in their biblical worldview office where they have people who literally look at everything that they produce through BJU Press, and they Compare it with scripture and make sure that it is biblically sound. And so, you guys, uh, we have absolutely um, no reservations about referring you to BJU Press Homeschool. As a matter of fact, all of our sponsors, I think you guys know this, but we would never recommend anything to you that we ourselves don't use and haven't used. And so, uh, it's the same with Naomi. I mean, I've used her resources and they're amazing. And so, Um, So thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you have not tried them out and you're wondering what they have available for your family, you can check them out at BJUPressHomeschool.com and maybe shoot them a quick message and say, hey, thank you for sponsoring the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Um, Also, if you would consider supporting the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry in a few ways, we would really appreciate that. The first thing is if you would leave a rating um, and a review wherever you're listening to this. If you're listening to it um, through a podcast app, if you could leave a, a rating there, like you know, one of those star ratings, that would be great. But if you leave a written review, that goes a really long way so that people know why they should listen to the podcast and what they will get out of it. Um, we are so thankful for those of you who have done that Also, you can subscribe to our newsletter through our website at schoolhouserocked.com and you also at schoolhouserocked.com can make a financial contribution there as well. We are so thankful for those of you who continue to support the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry financially, Um, and also thank you so much for those of you who pray for us and continue to encourage us in so many different ways. So you can find all those things at schoolhouserocked.com. Anyway, Naomi, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad. I'm loving this conversation with you. We're talking about quiet time, um, spending time with the Lord, digging into God's Word. Um, It's kind of funny, actually, as I'm saying it, that we call it quiet time, because oftentimes it's not quiet, (laughs) oftentimes we've got people talking and singing and playing games and playing toys and stuff in the background. It's not always quiet, but really it's spending time with the Lord. And so at the Mm -hmm. end of um, Monday's episode, we talked about how we can fit that into our busy day as busy moms. I mean, we've got our kids with us, most of us all day long. And so it's very difficult for us sometimes to find the time to spend with the Lord. Um, How would you encourage that mom?
1: Well, first I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. Um, I totally get how hard this is. Um, and the first thing I would say is this season will pass. So it's not forever. Your, your time will return to you. But also that there are ways, there are creative ways to try and make this happen. And that it is worth the effort, even though it feels really hard, even though it feels like just adding one more burden onto your plate it is worth it because spending time with Jesus is what gives us the strength and the peace and the joy to bear all of the other burdens well. And we talked about this in the last episode. You know, we want to bear fruit as mothers. And so yeah. we, we have to remain in the vine. We need to continue to abide in Christ or else we're just gonna dry right up. And so if you are feeling dehydrated, then start by going to the water of life, start by going to the well that never runs dry. And so how do we do that practically? Uh, So yes, most of us are moms listening. Uh, If you're not a mom, then it's a little different. You might have a steady schedule or predictable rhythms that you can just kind of replace things and move things around and then boom, you got it. And you're good for the next six months. Um, But as moms, we don't really have a lot of predictability, right? We don't know how much sleep we're going to get tonight or how our kids are going to be the next day or how they're going to behave. And so it's very one day at a time. And that's okay. It's one day at a time. If you can manage to find a slot that works, whether that's early in the morning or later at night, that's great. That's I always recommend that as a as the best maybe easiest way to just put it in the, in your day but if you can't even manage that then i would say start looking at the other activities that you're doing throughout your day and pair your bible reading and prayer time with those things and here's how that can look so let's say that there is a time every morning you just know you're going to be in the kitchen doing dishes well before you start unloading the dish- dishwasher before you get going turn on the bluetooth turn on the scripture being read from one of those apps like turn on mm-hmm. the bible and start listening to it in the background as you work yeah just get it get it flowing in your mind um or if you have a dog you got to walk the dog every evening or let's say there's a nap time or a rest time in the afternoon for your kids that's relatively consistent or a time you do laundry and fold and you know do all that fun
0: <laughs> yeah. the laundry
1: stuff um Use that time, pair that with prayer. Um, sometimes when I fold laundry, I pray over the the clothing, like the person that's connected to mm. the piece of clothing that I'm folding. Um, yeah. That can be a really great way of, of just pulling t- time with the Lord into your day. And it's not gonna look ideal. You're, you're probably not ever going to reach a point where you're like, I've got this figured out. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm doing and I've been great. I've been consistent. You're probably always gonna feel like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Um, But your main goal really isn't to have it look perfect. Your main goal is to connect. You're going to, you need to connect with the Lord um, because you have a need for him. It's a
0: relational need, not a religious duty. Remember that. And that will help you. Yeah, I love that. Talk about what a quiet time is. I mean, like I said, it's not always quiet, um, as we know, but but kind of define for us what exactly a quiet time is. Not what it so much looks like or exactly how to do it, but what is that? What is a quiet time? For those who are like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh
1: What are we even talking about? Yeah. So having a quiet time, that's usually, that's kind of like the cultural way, the kitschy Christian way of saying intentional time to read the Bible and pray or intentional Bible study and prayer. And it's really those two pieces that are key because in a relationship, you need to have conversation. There needs to be two-way communication. You need to be listening to what the other person has to say to you, and you need to express and communicate your heart to the other person. And so Bible reading is how we hear what God has to say, is where we learn about him. It's where we see what he's revealed to humans about himself. And prayer is how we respond to that. It's how we then communicate what's on our heart. And that's what's so amazing about our God. You know, he's not just this distant deity that's just like, learn all about me and glorify me. And he's like, no, I want to relate to you and yeah. and when you get to know me, it's because I want your heart in response. And that is what a quiet time is. It's communicating and connecting with God in the most intentional space that you can
0: manage. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about distractions, because I know that <laughs> as moms, this is huge. And this is something that I really struggle with. Um, I don't struggle so much now with distractions of people because my girls are older And so when they were little, of course it was much harder, but now that they're older, I mean, you know, I've got teenagers, so they, they would sleep till noon if I let them every day. So I don't have the distraction of them needing me in the mornings when I do my quiet time. But what my distraction is, is that my mind wanders and I am distracted by my life. I'm distracted constantly by all the things I have to get done that day, the laundry, the menu planning, the grocery shopping, homeschooling, of course, um, the doctor's appointments, all the things. And so I'll try to, you know, I'll, I'll read through my Bible and I'll be reading a passage. And then like my mind just starts wandering yeah. and I'm like, oh, bring it back, yeah. bring it back. And yeah. I have to sometimes read the same passage. I don't know, sometimes five or six times before I have any idea what I just read. Um, do you have any good ways to handle distractions in that way, but also like, how do we handle distractions for those who have little kids like you do? Yeah. Um, and there's there's people all around and it's noisy. How do you, how do we, navigate through that.
1: Yes. Oh, distractions. They they're tough. Yeah. Um. And, and so I would start by saying it really depends on the distraction. You even kind of hinted at that there's different kinds of distractions. And so depending on the distraction, you're going to handle it differently. So let's say it is the mind wandering. I'm totally familiar with that distraction. My mind can be all places all at once. Is that just a woman thing or is that, you know, just a few I of us? Know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we kind of tend to do that as moms, especially it's like mom brain. We're just trying to get yeah. all the needs that need to be met throughout the day. Um, and so what's really helped me with this particular distraction is journaling. So I mm-hmm. start my quiet time by, by just dumping it all on a, on p- the page. Anything that's weighing on my mind, anything that's distracting me, anything that's just like, oh, just choking me up and making me feel so anxious. I put it on paper. I get it out. And then it's it's kind of dealt with a little bit. uh, And then I can move on to, okay, all right, now I'm going to start soaking in Scripture. I'm going to start communicating with God. And you can journal in a way that is kind of a prayer you can write down dear jesus you know here's what's on my heart today please help me um and so that's really really helped me personally is journaling first getting it all Mm -hmm. getting it all out but if you have little kids that's a whole other type of distraction and they they aren't necessarily distractions because they are um they're your your ministry they are part of your worship right so there's all kinds of ways to worship god and to experience him and motherhood is one of them y'all it is an amazing way that we worship god and so dealing with these little image bearers it feels like they're distracting us from god when really the interruptions that they present is just another opportunity to walk with God and worship God in our in our service to them. So reframing that is really helpful and just thinking, oh, okay, like I can put down my Bible and go deal with my toddler. And that is still worship. That is still yeah. okay. Um, but then there comes a point where you can just be realistic and think this time of day is not going to work. Because my kids are active, they need me for all these things, and it's consistent. And so I'm going to find another slot of time, whether that's in the morning before they wake, or in the evening after they go to bed, or maybe it's when I'm in the shower, finally alone, and I can just Mm -hmm. pray and and relate to God that way. You know, Um, you can problem solve a little bit and rearrange some things around. Um, and then other other distractions are pretty simple. It's pretty easy answers. You know, turn off the TV, put your phone away, you know, just yeah. the the, the no-brainers, just put them away. And uh, that will really help you remain focused.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've shared this on the podcast before, but uh, for myself, because my mind wanders so easily, one of the things I do, and I have to be really, really disciplined to not let my phone distract me with text messages and you know anything else that's on my phone, mostly text, text messages that come in. Um, but I listen to an audio Bible and then I'll read along on my paper Bible at the same time because then I'm hearing it and I'm seeing it. That's and excellent. that really, really helps me to be able to focus on what I'm reading because um, I'm getting both of those and <laughs> getting it in both ways, yes. um, you know, through my eyes and through my ears. And so that has been really helpful for me. I discovered that years ago, and I'm so grateful for audio Bibles where I can just go straight to the chapter and the verse and have <laughs> them read it to yes. me. Um, but uh, you talked about journaling and um, this, mm-hmm. the Quiet Time Companion that you created. I actually shared this on Monday Um, it's so fantastic. I'm just going to walk through really quick with it and you can use anything. You can use any kind of journal. You don't have to have a quiet time companion, but I love this because it organizes it for me. So you've got in the beginning, um, a tab there's, there's tabs. So if you're watching this, um, on video, you can see the little tabs on the side here and it's got goals and then it's got prayer requests. Um, you have sermon notes in here, which I think is really cool. Um, praises and prayers, um, It's got all these little things, and then you've got a Bible reading plan, so you can actually Mm -hmm. go through and check off what you've read. So if you're working this year to try to read through the Bible, you can check off as you read each section of the Bible. Um, And then the quiet time part is—it's kind of like a journal, but the way you have it set up is you've got the date, time, and place, and then the Scripture that you're reading— at the top, and it just has some blank pages, and so you can just write down in the in the lined page what you're reading, what that scripture is, and then on the back side of that page, you have a place for prayer. Um, today, I'm thankful for, and you can write down what you're thankful for, and then at the bottom, you have remember, and so just remembering like what do I want to remember about God's word today and what I read, and this has really helped me to be able to just stay focused, so that my mind isn't wandering as much. Because if I'm not writing stuff down, it goes in one ear and in my yeah. eyes and kind of out mm-hmm. again. And not that I'm not learning. Of course I am. Um, but I feel like it sticks a lot more as I'm journaling through it and writing down the things that God is showing me each day as I'm studying His Word. And so so I love this. You've done an amazing job on this. Um, again, we'll put a link to this. It's they've done an amazing job. You guys, the aesthetics of, (laughs) (laughs) of these quiet time companions are beautiful. And there's all sorts of different um, covers you can get and stuff. So we'll, we'll put a link to those in the show notes. And again, you can get a 20% discount um, on anything you order um, by using schoolhouse rocked. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to keep talking about this. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math, and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool
1: families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their Creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a
0: lifelong love of learning. Visit us at apologia.com. We are back with Naomi. Um, talk for the person who's maybe not really spent time with the Lord. Maybe they're a new Christian, or maybe they've been a Christian for a long time, but they just haven't really known exactly what to do. Or maybe they're just in a dry spell. Um, they're in a dry season of their walk with the Lord, or just, you know, trying to figure out homeschooling and parenting and all the things. Um How does one start a quiet time journey or maybe even kind of revive their quiet time journey? So
1: I've been there before. I've done a quiet time for many years, but I often need to restart and refresh and kind of go back to the drawing board, so to speak. So I would recommend um, doing just that, starting with a blank slate, you know, getting rid of anything else that you thought you had to do. Just start with the basics right? Which is Bible and prayer, Bible and mm-hmm. prayer. Those those are the two main things. Don't overcomplicate it. You don't need to have all the highlighters and all the books and journals. You really don't need to have it be too complicated. Um, so start there and start with choosing a Bible reading plan. And I, I just really recommend this because if you are sitting down every day, trying to figure out what you're going to read in the moment it's going to drain your energy really, really quickly. It's called decision fatigue. It's an actual thing, mm, scientifically. Yeah. You know, the more choices we have to make, the, t- the more tired we will become as a result. And so make it easy for yourself. Choose a Bible reading plan. There's all kinds of plans available online that you can go and print out. And you can do a New Testament plan, Old Testament plan. You can go through just one book of the Bible really slowly and in depth. But choose a plan and then just stick to it, and that uh, will help keep you on track. And then show up when you can. Um, but start obviously with writing down a plan. Write down when you want to show up, um, because mm-hmm. if you don't write down a plan, if you don't figure that out beforehand, then it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, we're much more likely to accomplish our goals or to work on our goals if we write them down. So. Grab a piece of paper or a notebook and just write down my quiet time plan or or whatever it is you want to call it. And then just choose a time and a place that works for you. It can be 10 minutes. It can be 20. It can be an hour, whatever works. But keep it small, you guys. Keep it simple. Write it down um, and then find someone to keep you accountable. Find um, it could be your spouse. It could be a friend who wants to do that alongside you. We're much more likely to succeed if we have support along the way. Um, So so, yeah, gather the tools, choose your plan, write down your uh, rhythm, the structure of your rhythm, and then set a timer on your phone for whatever time of day you have that planned and then just start doing it every day. Just start start doing it. And you'll find that over time, it will become easier and easier as you persist and and just ask the Lord to help you. He will help you.
0: You know, it's so interesting. We think sometimes like, well, 10 minutes isn't enough. And if that's all you have, if you do 10 minutes a day for six days, you've spent an hour in God's word at the end of six days. And that's a lot of time, right? We spend, I'm telling, I'm telling you guys, Because moms make excuses about saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. You have time. I'm telling you, you do. And I know you do. I think we might've talked about this last week with Heidi. I can't remember, but I know you have time because you spend more than 10 minutes a day on social media, most of you, not everybody, but most of you spend at least 10 minutes a day on social media. So if you have 10 minutes to spend on social media, you Mm -hmm. certainly have at least 10 minutes to spend with the Lord the God of the universe, the savior of your soul. You can spend Mm -hmm. time with him, but just spend that time. And, and, uh, you know, as homeschool moms, oftentimes we have to set a schedule. We have to know what we're doing in the day Mm -hmm. or else nothing ever gets done. So I love that you talk about just adding that. Um, But also that community is so important. Years ago when we still lived in California, this is so dorky um, and funny, but there was a, a, not dorky that we did it. The name was dorky. We had, um, I had a group of friends and there were, I think maybe five of us, four or five of us. And we all committed to getting up before our kids and reading uh, our Bibles every morning, just spending time with the Lord and so we called ourselves the Devo Divas. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was I the love dorky that. part right there. The Devo that. Divas. But what we would do is every morning we had set a time and I can't remember what the time was. Maybe it was like six o'clock in the morning or six thirty. And we set that time and we said, okay, we're gonna text each other every single morning at this specific time. We had agreed on a time. We said we're gonna text each other every day and make sure that we're all up spending time with the Lord. And this went on for maybe even a couple of years. I mean, it was a long time and it got all of us in the habit of spending time with the Lord. And then we knew like, you know, if you're not feeling good or didn't sleep well, whatever, okay, you can, you skip a day, you get a pass. But we knew that we were going to have to get up and answer the text message and check in with all of our mama friends uh, because this was in a season when my girls were little and it was really hard. I just wasn't getting a lot of sleep. Neither were they. It was that crazy season of life and yeah. so that accountability is so important and it's so yes. helpful because you just know that you've got someone else to answer to and maybe yes. that accountability partner can be your husband uh, maybe it could be one of your kids and you can hold each other accountable and say hey have you spent time in the Lord, uh, with the Lord with the Lord today and you can tell your children yeah I got it and spent time with the Lord and and you know have that accountability that goes uh, between you and your children as well because um, yeah. there's no and greater never way
1: underestimate what the power of your witness will be to your children. Yes. You know, like if you are just depending on Christ in their presence, you're yeah. gonna remember that. That is going to yep. bear
0: fruit for generations to come. Yes, absolutely, it will. Well, we're out of time. Um, tomorrow we're going to come back and I am so excited. We're going to walk through an inductive Bible study, what that looks like, how to do it. I mean, literally step-by-step step, how to do an inductive Bible study. And I'm really, really excited to do this with you guys. Um, so make sure you stay tuned to that. Um, stay tuned to the end so you of this podcast so you can hear a clip of what's coming up next. Um, and just remember, you can find everything at schoolhouserocked.com. You can stream the movie, download our survival kit, uh, make a donation, subscribe to our newsletter. Everything is there, schoolhouserocked.com. .com. And again, really quickly, Naomi, share where people can find out more about Wholehearted.
1: Yep. You can find us online at wholeheartedquiettime.com or on Instagram at wholeheartedquiettime.
0: And you can find me on Instagram at Naomi Vaccaro. Okay. We'll put those links in the show notes. And again, if you use the code Schoolhouse Rocked, uh, you'll get 20% off any purchase that you make through Wholehearted. And this is a great ministry. Uh, for you to support. Um, so we we would love it if you guys would go to their website. We'll put a link in the show notes. Have a great afternoon and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye.
1: You really want to approach scripture, not just to learn more, but to be transformed. And mm-hmm. so how does this passage apply to my life? How does it change my beliefs? Um, how does it change me? how do I walk away more like Christ from this passage? And when it comes to helping our kids do this, yeah, this is a little more in-depth. Probably when your kids are older, it will be a little easier to help them get started here. Um, But the the good news is you can start yourself when your kids are young. And the the more you've done it yourself, the easier it will be to teach your children. Um, And really, you're just trying to teach your children how to interact with God's Word.